This is Everything Film with Film Robot on BNN Bloomberg Radio in Vancouver. Now back to your hosts, Joe Leary and Patrick Shelton. It is BNN Bloomberg Radio, 1410 AM, 103.5 FM, HD3. The one-year anniversary show of Everything Film. Joe Leary and Patrick Shelton. Uh, hard to believe that it was uh, about a year ago we sat down over drinks, and you said, I want to do a show. And we said, okay, let's try it out. Here we are a year later. It's grown tremendously. And look who we got. I have a feeling we got a talker in this segment. I have a feeling we got a talker. Nicole, Nicole Oliver is our guest. You're a blast already. How are you? <laughs> I'm living the dream. That's my saying for 2021. I am living the dream. Yeah, and a crazy 2021 it has been indeed. But, uh, you know, we have all award winners on this anniversary episode, yourself included. Oh, I was going to say, so how did I get here? <laughs> and, yes. And, uh, again, the key is steadily working actors. Oh, that's, right? That's really one of the keys to, to the business. How do you stay so em- engaged and so employed? It's a crazy business. How do you how do you do it? Yeah, uh, I think you have to be on drugs. No, <laughs> kids don't do that. Drugs are bad. No, honestly, um, I got an education. That was a big thing from my parents when I started get an education. I tell my kids get an education, um, and I I got a degree. I wanted to be an actor, so my parents said, "Great, well at least get a degree. So if it doesn't work out, you got a back door into life to do something else." Um, but I think you know just perseverance and uh, studying the craft and taking it seriously and the big dose of luck but it is business right it's show business so as much as we're arty people and like to have a good time and can dig down deep inside and share all these deep dark things that the rest of us you know don't do because it's too scary or too 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 wondrous you still have to have a business mind to know that you're a product you know and how do you keep that going forward uh, i have a friend that describes success as luck meets opportunity absolutely uh, and, and you need equal doses i mean you need talent obviously mm-hmm. but you need to have someone in your corner someone that's your guardian yeah. angel saying i want her for this part because yeah, there's a ton of rejection in the industry. So much rejection. I always say, my thing is like, you know when you go through the checkout line at a grocery store and you turn to the right and there's all that gum <laughs> on the shelf? I think our job as actors is to get our package of gum on that shelf so that <laughs> we can be scary. a possibility. Good, good one. You know? And sometimes like producers go through and they're like, I want juicy fruit. No, I want extra whitening bubblegum flavored. <gasps> Hubba bubba grape. But the thing is, as a performer, you have to make sure that you've got your package in order and you're there ready so that when they say you, you can say yes. Yes. You know, it's a, it, you have to have confidence, too. Like, I, I see you just, like, you come in and you're controlling Oh, you exude room. confidence. She exudes like, confidence. Like, no, but she comes in and yeah. there's like, a, and she's, she's like owned the, the room. Whole, she's, she's owned the room already. And that's just the way you are, right? And you've probably had that your whole life. And, you know, like, you ever heard that thing, like, your worst asset is your best asset? And you kind of like, you kind of <laughs> like, oh, face, that person. Yes, thanks. You Patrick. know what I mean? Like, that yeah. person is yeah. like, oh, she's too much. But or then at the same thing, it's what made you successful, right? You know what I mean? It's reading the room, though, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, being yeah. open and knowing we're all human and trying to connect. And if we all can connect with each other, I think we can do some great things. As trite and maybe as naive as it sounds, you know, you got to be present. You yeah, put yourself out there. But I, I'm, I, I will pay you a, a, a huge compliment here because, again, I've interviewed countless celebrities over yeah. the years. And generally speaking... They know when to turn it on and when to turn it off. You're, you seem on, which is which I think is a gift, and I think it's a great asset as opposed to being one of these people where, like you know, you, like for example, if you've seen a Robert De Niro interview, yeah, 
Uh, not very you passionate. Can't, you can't understand it. You can't understand it. it. No. But mumble, you, mumble, can, mumble. Can, can the man act? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. won't fight that point. <laughs> you are correct, Joey. can act. No, I mean, do I seem unsure? But that's also part of my, it's my job. It's my brand. I'm, I'm here to talk with you, not to sit quietly and, mm-hmm. and you know, pick my nose in a corner. I'm here to engage. Mm-hmm. And there are absolutely times where self-care is super important. And that includes being quiet, doing, you know, stuff for myself, being introspective. But those are my moments. And those are what allow me then to come out and interact and to have a good time i didn't get into this to have a bad time yeah yeah i I look i look back at your resume and i'm and i go through it (laughs) and you came out of a lot of voice work right like i saw that earlier yeah well imdb is a weird thing it it, it has me doing work before i was born which is quite interesting (laughs) What? At least in my ego. Really? Well, it's because it's anyway, but um, I, I'm classically trained. I'm Shakespeare right. trained. I w- trained overseas. Jeremy Irons is one of my instructors, for, okay. you know, and we oh, drank beer and talked Shakespeare by the Thames. And, um, and I started out pretty soon on camera right after I graduated from university in the early 90s when the earth was flat. I was two when I graduated university. <laughs> Don't do the math. Um, but I started working kind of right away and never stopped. And then someone said, hey, you have a good voice. Have you ever thought about voice work? And I was like, sure, because options, that's one of my favorite words, right? I like throwing a lot of spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. And the worst thing that can happen is all your wheelhouses are turning at the same time. Right. 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 You know, I, uh, I've been a writer uh, in addition to a broadcaster. And I remember somebody I worked for at the province mm-hmm. said, you know, you can write till you're 100. Just, they just keep updating your picture every, every couple of <laughs> years. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, it, again, as you said, the key word, I've always learned, always have side hustle because you cannot rely, and especially in the business that you've chosen, I mean, especially as a woman, uh, so, uh, just uh, to be you know real honest, things, things can literally, you know, abruptly end. You yeah. always need to be out there selling yourself. And if you've got the ability to do some voice work, why the heck not? But I think voice also is one area of the industry that still doesn't matter what you look exactly. like. It's still really based on talent. Yeah, right. You know, like uh, no offense. There are a lot of performers that are really pretty or just really they they hit a hit they hit something mm-hmm. and they do that over again and then it eventually goes away because yeah. life is like that it gets cruel time and time is not a nice thing sometimes mm-hmm. but your voice if you you know you can be anything you can be you can be younger you know i can be i can be my own grandmother i can <laughs> do whatever i want really do well, you know? i think you know it's interesting that you mentioned that because i think a lot of people initially were surprised to learn that the voice of bart simpson was done by nancy cartwright you don't ever kill man <laughs> yeah you know yeah she, well nancy cartwright's awesome she's one of my heroes because yeah, exactly. she let women know being boys i don't you're boys you're men actually but you were boys <laughs> your voices change yeah. right yeah. and so if you have them in a cartoon show, eventually they, <laughs> they come in one day and they're like, hi, oh, yeah, how are you? doesn't quite work. But with, with women, we can do boy voices. And, um, and if the show goes on a long time, like The Simpsons, boy, that would be great to have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's been playing a, a 10-year-old for what? 28 oh, yeah, <laughs> yes. 20, yeah. seasons now, yeah. Right. Now, I want to ask you about that because the fact voice work, I don't know if that's been brutalized by the depiction of people, you know, playing, uh, you know, against their race or what, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Has that played a part in voice work where can, if you can do a certain dialect, is somebody taking offense to that? Why didn't they hire a person of that, uh, of that ethnicity to do that role? There's probably times in my past that if it was brought up, I'd be going to hell in a handbasket, yeah. right? It's just not appropriate. Voiceover, though, we're finally catching up and representation matters greatly and there are some stories I have no right as a white woman even voicing or touching it's not it's not appropriate 
Um, and I think that's really important that we've opened up possibility. I mean, um, one of my newest iterations, my slash, like actor slash voice actor slash slash, I'm directing cartoons. And we have characters, you know, there's a boy who's in a wheelchair. We hired an actor who is mobily challenged. There's a young East Indian boy, a young Chinese girl. We have an eight-year-old boy, an eight-year-old girl, and they can bring their culture to the table. Older actors can bring, you know, what their family had and words that are part of their culture and contributed to the project. And the projects are just getting fuller and I think are bringing more eyes and ears to it because it reaches so many people's truths, right? Well, I think the key there is inclusivity. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. prior to, there had probably not been a lot of that. I mean, maybe the pendulum has swung a little too far in some respects, but at the end of the day, you know, if, if you have the ability to do a dialect, Again, call me, call me wrong, but I don't understand why that would be a problem. If you have the ability to do that dialect, why is that insulting or why is that depriving somebody else? Because there's a lot of really great actors out there. That just don't get a chance? That I, I, yes, yes. Um, and I think uh, the doors, I feel, have opened up for a lot more people to have an opportunity. Look, at the end of the day, no matter how many hand-ups you get or handouts you get, you still have to have the talent to have the longevity. Mm, you know, mm, you can be a flash mm. in the pan, but for me, it's always been about being here a long time. And I'm in my, like, over 30 years doing this is my job. You're in your 30s. So yeah, I am. Oh, I started oh, oh. when so I was trying to, yes. trying to do the math yeah, here. I'd, okay. say it, I'd say it was <laughs> Well, Nicole, you got, you know, you've got a spectacular resume. we got to talk about a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my wife was saying the girlfriend's guide to divorce. Yeah. And she goes, she, she goes, she goes, she goes, she noticed you right away from that. But then I go, well, she was like in wonder. Right. And I'm yeah. going like, I'm going like, here's the feature film. We love, Oh no, she's in girlfriend's guide to yeah. divorce. And Both like, are true. Yes. Yes. But it's like, why did like everybody hit somebody different? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. like that's a big show to some people that the, the sure. I mean, I, I, I I think it might be more geared to women. I don't know, but I mean, um, she religiously watched that show. Well, it's, it's what's so interesting about me. So on camera work, right? So currently, I have a recurring on Nancy Drew for the okay. CW, yeah. and so there's my mug and my face and everything, and representing, you know, being a mama, being yeah, a yeah, mama, yeah, yeah. which is what I am in real life. But then there's other things I've done, you know, going back, like you mentioned Wonder, you mentioned Girlfriend's Guide. Going back many years, I've had a chance to play so many different things. And the thing about film and television um, work, movies, TV, is we remember the actor from the moment we see them. And they're always going to look like that for us as the viewer. Right. And that's kind of fun and cool to be uh, memorialized that way. It's also m- really terrifying when you realize, you're like, I don't look like that anymore. But, you know, um, a lot of people are going to hit on different so things. So in, in, in Wonder, you were like um, the mom. Yeah. To like the, which was the what yeah, was to, the Yeah, to, to, um, to the best friend, the young boy. The best boy. friend? Yeah. Will, Will or, yeah, or yeah. whatever? Yeah. And so did, did you have like a scene with Julia Roberts? I did. They like didn't, didn't make the final cut. They didn't. But, okay. um, that sh- that movie was actually personally, I mean, I quit this business every day, like okay. every day. <laughs> I'd probably quit it right. at least twice a day yeah. to be truthful because it's just so much, you know, and I'd l- I'm kind of naive thinking that if I work really hard, I should have the successes, which actually happens in a lot of other industries, but not in this one. And so it can get really hard sometimes because yeah, you realize yeah. they're, re- they're rejecting your package of gum, right? They're rejecting mm-hmm. you. So I didn't want to audition, and then I was asked to come back in, and I auditioned, and, and the director, uh, Stephen Chablowski, uh is just incredible with, he's a generous uh, director with actors, 
and um, great story and got in there and I was allowed to play. We shot like five blocks from my house. So I'd get up in the morning and walk with my tree to set. It was quite great. And I'd be back on my patio waving to the Teamsters as they were leaving with my glass of wine. It was really great. But Julia Roberts was divine. That woman walked into a room and it got like 100 degrees hotter and so bright, so kind, so generous. And um, do you think that you yeah. think Here's a good question, and I've often wondered this. Like, do you think somebody like Julia, she goes in, is she that much better? Like, can you just see it, like the acting, or like, or or did she just do the right things at the right I think times? If you're and kinda, always you know what doing I mean? what you love, you're mm-hmm. gonna get better. Yeah, you're gonna be good at it, right? For some of us, you have lots of times in between, yeah, so you yeah, get yeah. a little rusty. But she's also, because of who she is, she can put bums in seats. So can ask for opportunities that maybe if she wasn't Julia Roberts would pass her by. Right, um, right. Yes. But she is, she's just dynamic. She's just who she, it was just a real pleasure. So, being you, you know, it, you, you talk about that it quality. It sounds yeah, like, like, like she's this, got it. Like right? superstar. Yeah. Right? You know? I remember yes. a great line from uh, the late comedian George Burns when he played God in Oh God alongside John Denver. <laughs> I love that and, movie. And here's yeah. a guy at this point in his 80s that has his first on-camera role in uh, other than a comedy yeah. or other than situation comedy. Yeah. And they said, what is the key to acting? He goes, just be yourself. Yeah. And if you can fake that, you got it made. Kids right? are so great because they're natural reactors. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. Right? They just, they just give all this great stuff and sure. then self-consciousness hits and we get in our own way which is why we all go to acting school or classes is to learn how to get out of our own way it doesn't take any prompting to get personality out of you but is that ever a curse i mean could you have too much personality say for for some casting people is that possible it's my job to know what the part is and know what they're looking for you know like I started, I was like, I said, a Shakespeare actor, very serious, drama, drama, drama. And then it was like, comedy? I don't know. And then for the longest time, I was like, oh, she's funny. Put her in comedies. And I was like, okay, great. I mean, I'm happy that I can do it all. My job is just to make sure everybody knows that I can. So what, what has eluded you thus far, Nicole? What, what is that, that, that dream gig or role oh. or voice work act that you think uh. I need to do this to fill out the resume? What's lacking on Nicole? Nicole Oliver's resume. I'm not being. Tr- I'm honestly. I'm really thrilled with what I've done. Okay. There's lots I'd like to do. I'd like a vacation. I've had my busiest year ever in this past year, and all my cylinders have been flying and frying. But I think on camera, I would love to play. Like, did you see Mayor of Easttown? Yes. Yeah, I'd love a part like that. Yeah. Like a really yeah. uh, damaged. Mm-hmm. person carrying a lot of devils and demons that still has to get through each day and do something and is working towards a real real serious task like has a real clear intention not even just in story but in person in mind that would be that'd be amazing that'd be amazing was there ever the lure say of down south to pursue more work or were you oh i went yeah i went did you, but did i live? did i did and then my dad died so I was 25 years old, and I right out of theater school, I got three series I, for Warner Brothers. I did Kung Fu, The Legend Continues with David Carradine. Mm-hmm. And that's when I hung up my, my bartending tray pretty soon thereafter in the early 90s, and I could support myself as an actor. And then I did another show, FX, the series, and a show for CBC called Side Effects. And uh, Warner Brothers was like, come on down. So I went on down, and a week later, I was signing with an agency, ICM, and... And then not too long after that, my dad died. Mm. And um, I came home. And at my dad's funeral, they all talked about what a great guy he was, right? And I realized my resume is not going to fit in my tombstone. Yeah. And so uh, 
LA is a fun place to visit and it's a fun place if you have a lot of cash. I have a lot of friends down there, but it's a horrible place for the business. It's everything you think it is and more. And um, I realized when my dad died, I wanted a life mm -hmm. too. And I figured I'm going to figure out how to do it. And I have. I've been married for 20 years. I got two babies. They're not babies anymore. Well, let's talk know. about the baby. You so you got the mom purse with you. You got everything. You saved my <laughs> life with a cough drop. Really. I got so stuff. What, uh, <laughs> I <what> got <laughs> stuff. <laughs> what, uh, tell us about your kids. I have two boys. Um, they're almost 17 and 19. Actors? They were, actually. So both boys, well, both boys did voice work. And they're RESPs up here in Canada. That's where you save for the university, right? They're full. They did it on their own. Right. Um, but my my uh, my oldest son William, when he was nine, said, "Mom, I want to do what you do." Now they've been on set with me, and they knew know where the Teamsters hide the chocolate because I'm working. They'd come with the nannies and stuff, and um, I had, didn't have a lot of family here for support, so we had to pay for the help. So we could both my husband and I both keep working. My husband's a composer in the industry, and uh, William was like, "I want to do this," and he booked his first audition, and it was a movie for the Duffer Brothers called Hidden. And then they wanted, they were interested in him for this little show they were developing called Stranger Things. But he had already signed to another series right. for the CW. And so, and then he was doing movies and stuff. And then he, all of a sudden he wasn't that cute little Fred Savage looking kid anymore. He was 13. And um, they bo he kind of just did voice work. His younger brother does voice work. And now William's at UVic uh, studying business. And uh, Grady is, uh, going, is in grade 11. And they're pretty normal kids but did you were you encouraging uh when they decided that they wanted to serve hell no no. <laughs> hell no no I'm guessing no. <laughs> but you know they live in a house that's like you know downstairs my husband's writing music christmas music in july and i'm you know recording auditions well, we should, all the well, time we should add to that because it's like her husband's a composer but he is a composer and yes. he's been in the industry and done uh, some pretty gazillion years. Yeah, done, big musical. Done Did you guys stuff. meet on a, on a film yeah, set? Yeah, he actually wrote the music for a film I was in. We met at the Toronto International Film Festival. My mother my mother introduced me and she'll never let me forget that. <laughs> yeah, it was called Fallen and uh, The Falling, I should say, and uh, yeah, I met him. And, and you fell for him. I did, big time. And uh, yeah, we've been married for over 20 wow, years. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So the, um, the entertainment gene obviously runs through the uh, family. What, yeah. uh, what are your plans for the holidays? And uh, look, look down the road to 2022. What do you oh got in store? Oh my gosh, my plan for the holidays is to sleep. Yeah. I know that Eat some turkey, really drink some wine. Uh, that's just kind of every day. <laughs> Joe, drinking wine, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but that's, it's part of my key to success. Um, I'm working almost right up um, to kind of when everyone takes their break. And um, I've got some stuff lined up. I can't really talk about a lot of it, but I'm, I've got a couple of uh, cartoon shows I'm directing uh, in the new year. I'm acting on uh, a cartoon show called The Dragon Prince, which is a really big following show. And I play the mother. There's the, see, there's a keyword yeah, there, the Chris. mother of dragons, Chris. literally oh. the mother of dragons. Um, and I've got some on-camera projects uh, that they make you give your children away if you talk about it in advance. So I can't, but uh, lots coming up, which I'm grateful for. And I'm really hopeful to get back on an airplane and travel in 2022. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, that's my... Uh, my goal. I'm going to San Francisco in April to see my bronies. So I, I'm the voice of Princess Celestia on My Little Pony, which was a decade in the, of, of my life and a lot of people's childhood. And that show, if you would have told my um, Jeremy Irons taught uh, Shakespeare self that that would be one of the things that would allow <laughs> me to travel around the world and meet people. Yeah. I would have slapped you upside the head. But um, it's, I'm, it's, yeah. Isn't that the interesting thing, getting older? Like, I think, what what is that like? 30 years old, my little boy? 
Well, yeah, it's been, <laughs> going, it's been around since like 84. I know. Yeah, like, you're going 94 like, what? to 14. You were, almost 40. <laughs> almost were, 40 what? years, Patrick. Yeah, you were seven when you did that role. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, no, but it's amazing. I think the key to success, obviously, and you know, you're living it, is just stay employed. And you d- made that gum analogy, which I think is so solid. But there's Man. plenty of flavors on your gum shelf, if I might say that. You got to rebrand. Got to got to change up that packaging. Got to make sure it's at eye level. Um, but I think you just got to have fun with it, yeah. you know, and that's always a challenge every day and really be kind. And, uh, you know, I, I'm trying I believe in mentoring. I had a lot of people help me out when I was starting. So I believe I need to do that as well. And uh, it sounds, you know, maybe naive, but be happy, smile, have a good time. And uh, I think, well, you know, there'll be flowers on your path. The, the old <laughs> adage is if you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. And yeah. I think it's, you're a living proof of that. Uh, you're a blast. We need to have you back on the show. I this, would love to come this back. Is our, this is our one-year anniversary. Congratulations. Program. Yes, thank you. That's and amazing. It's, it's great to share some time with you. Um, and, uh, again, it's not too early to say, have a great holiday season. Thank and, you. Uh, and we look forward to great things from Nicole Oliver in 2022. Cheers. Cheers.